Welcome to the Occasional Adult Podcast, where we have candid conversations about all the challenges we face as we attempt adulthood and how we're only good at being adults occasionally. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm your host, Jamee. And being young-ish adults ourselves, we'll share experiences that you'll probably relate to and hopefully learn from. Thanks for tuning in. Now, let's get into this episode. Good evening, friends and occasional adults. And Jamee, how you doing? I'm good. And then just in case you're not listening to this in the evening, good morning, good afternoon, good day. It's evening somewhere, you know. You're right. Asterisk. time zones. Yeah, true. Which is a weird concept, but I don't, you know, time travel exists. (laughs) Does it? Yeah. You do it every time you get on a plane and go from one side of the coast to the other one. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) That was the summary, the high level of my conspiracy theory, but... (laughs) Huh, that's so funny because I was just having a conversation about conspiracy theories yesterday. And like, I'm not into conspiracy theories, but there are some conspiracy theories that I'm into, like SpongeBob mm-hmm. conspiracy theories oh, and like yeah. all the Disney conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, we're not here to talk about any of that. <laughs> talk about love. <laughs> yes, we're actually here to talk about love languages, not conspiracy theories. Although, you might think that love languages are a conspiracy theory. You never know. Mm, mm, it all is. You're all feeding the beast. Anything you put into the internet, it just teaching AI more about us and how to be human. But I digress. Mm. But, okay, you know what? Let's stay focused. Let's stay focused. So, yes. <laughs> Love languages. We're here to talk about love languages. And at this point in the year of our Lord, 2023, you should know Mm -hmm. what love languages are. You should have heard about them by now. But in case you didn't, the five love languages are basically just five different ways of expressing and receiving love. And it was a concept that was created by Dr. Gary Chapman, who is a marriage counselor, a seminar speaker, on all things marriage and family and all that good stuff, and an author. And he wrote a book called The Five Love Languages. So, yeah, shout Mm -hmm. out to him for giving us this. Someone did their homework. Yeah, I figured I should give y'all some facts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, don't trip. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't resist. Okay. I don't, why was that necessary? How am I Donald Trump if I give you actual facts? Because <laughs> he says everything is a fact. He says everything is a fact. Oh gosh, but the whole fact checking. That's the first person you thought of. You know what? This is the last time I educate y'all on anything. Wow. You call want me to call me you Donald Obama instead? I got you. No. Obama. Call me Tony. Okay, that's fine. No, you, you know, just, just don't. Just don't. Okay. So walk us through the five languages. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if I want to cut that part out. If I want to cut out Jamee calling me damn Donald Trump. That's crazy. That's crazy. Anyway, okay. So the five love languages are words of affirmation, 
quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. So words of affirmation. What does that look like? Mm. So that's what I mean. That's basically it's self-explanatory words of affirmation, affirming words. So it's just a verbal (laughs) acknowledgement of affection. You hear a lot of, I love yous. You respond well to compliments, words of appreciation. Yeah. Things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You following? We making sense? Mm -hmm. Am I sounding like Donald? No, no. More like Obama. Okay. Okay. So next we have quality time. Mm -hmm. Again, self-explanatory. You feel loved when you get to spend quality time with the person that you love or that you care about. Basically, when your partner actively tries or wants to spend time with you, then you feel all good inside and you feel butterflies and shit. So yeah, active listening is good for you. Eye contact whenever you're with your person. And like they make sure not to be on their phone when they're around you. You just, you eat it up. You feel like that's, you know, that's love. That's love. Okay. What else we got? It is. It's adorable. Okay. So next we have receiving gifts. You feel loved when you get a gift. It's like a visual symbol of love to you. And that one's interesting because I feel like a lot of people think that it's just a very materialistic thing. But it's not. I think I know where you're going to track because I was going to ask you. I have a couple of people in my circle who are like their top love language is receiving gifts. And they feel like they are the Geminis of the Zodiac or the like, anti- <laughs> you know, what? everybody shits on Geminis. But it's <laughs> crazy. See, you just did it. Okay. Because they crazy. Okay, point proven. But (laughs) But any negative thing, they just get shitted on. So they're like the quote-unquote bad boys of the love languages because they're shallow and all this other stuff. The bad boys of the love. But they're not. They're not. Because it's not necessarily that they want the things in terms of you spending, like dropping all your your monies on them. You get them a large, whatever. It's more so that you thought of them enough to give them that gift. And it's like relevant and significant and sentimental to that person specific. Like you didn't just go pick some random shit up and was like, here, whatever. It was more so like, I took time out of my day to think about you and bring you this thing because I thought about you. Right. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure yeah. I understood that because gifts, they don't make sense. Yeah, to no, me. that's a really. That, <laughs> <laughs> at all. I hope I did them justice. <laughs> you did. You actually explained it perfectly, which is funny that you say they don't make sense to you. But <laughs> yes, it's exactly what you said. Like somebody thought about you enough to get you a gift or like they saw something while they were out and about you know going on about their day and that made them think of their partner or somebody that they care about and they're like oh yeah I'm gonna get this for this person it's like the gift is a symbol of the relationship Mm -hmm. or the love that they have for you so yes it goes beyond just oh I'm gonna drop some money on a telfar no please a telfeezy mm-hmm 
Yeah, I mean, still, still, still get to Telfar. Still get. To Telfar. <laughs> oh my God, Tony. I want the Telfar. Anyway, moving on. Acts of service is next. Woo! <clears throat> this is my favorite. I, do you want to? <laughs> oh no, it's fine. <laughs> Quit. <laughs> okay, yeah, this one is my favorite too. So. Acts of service, your partner, your loved one, your friend, whoever, they go out of your way, go out of their way to make your life easier. So <laughs> they just making sure that you are taken care of, that your life is a little less stressed. They'll bring you some soup when you're sick. If they know that you haven't eaten, they'll make sure to pick you up some Chick-fil-A or something. Mm. Picking up your dry cleaning, all those good things. I yeah. almost cried just listening to you say those things. Oh my God, you're such a sap. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one is physical touch. So again, very self-explanatory. You feel loved when you are receiving physical signs of affection. So hugging, kissing, holding hands, cuddling. I'm a big fan of cuddling. I like my cuddles. Um, and also sex, you know, that mm-hmm. is included in physical touch. So yeah. All the things. But, oh my gosh. Jimmy, don't be what? nasty. We're loving the languages of love. You just got extra excited when I talked about sex. Who doesn't like sex? I mean, I understand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, excuse so, me. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if they didn't have good sex, they don't like sex, but that's a them problem. That is unfortunately most women. Ooh, honey, don't we know it? <laughs> mm. Men, mm. please step your cool. game up. You oh, know what? That's a that's an episode right there. We're gonna have an episode on that. Yeah. Okay. But a little cheat code or early cheat code, Jesus. I shouldn't call it a cheat code, but my therapist just told us about a book today and it's called She Comes First. Yes, pun intended. Oh, I've heard about that. I can't remember who the author is, but just I'm sure if you Google She Comes First, that's for you guys. Okay. Back to our regularly scheduled program. What is the book about? Oh, oh, oh. Her coming <laughs> first. No, just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's really, it's really about pleasure and um, how I don't want to say how to go about it, but how you don't typically come at the same time, and it's not the Hollywood version of what sex looks like. It's quite literally like realistic of what tends to happen. So the things that you need to make sure that you do so that everybody gets the pleasure town, not just mm. you. Mm. Yeah, some of y'all need to get that book. Mm. Some of y'all mm. need to get the book. And read it three times. Mm. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to worry about that, but I just went back <laughs> to a time. <laughs> Oof. Mm, the struggle yes. is real. We thank God for growth. Mm-hmm. For no Pun longer intended. being in those situations. Oh my <laughs> gosh. The <laughs> may. Or I should say euphemism. 
Oh, okay. Getting back on topic. So yes, the love languages. So we're just going to talk about our love languages, what that looks like for us, what it means for us, all that good stuff. Help you better understand your love language. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, we just, we just going to talk. So what are, what are your love languages, Jamee? And well, let me clarify, because your love languages can show up differently in different relationships. So asking from the perspective of your romantic relationship, what are those love languages? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so I definitely retook the test just for this episode. You're welcome, people. Um, you should take the test too if you want to understand your love languages, but like Tony said, hopefully our examples help. So the reason I was geeking over acts of service is because it's my number one when it comes to a romantic relationship. I have said this time and time and time again, but if you're new to this podcast, I need a partner. My life is hard. So (laughs) anyone that can truly make it easier is a blessing in disguise, not in disguise, whatever you want to call it. But I truly appreciate someone that's going to take the time, even it's like two minutes out their day to make sure that I have to think about one less thing. Cause if you know me, I got 75 businesses, um, a billion ventures, 19 jobs. Like it's just a lot. So that's definitely my number one, but a close second is words of affirmation. That one kind of caught me off guard because, you know, I mean, getting nice words is nice, but it's it's fine. And then quality time tied for that. So those are my top three. I said receiving gifts was weird because it's my last one. Um <laughs> <laughs> And I do like physical touch, but it's not as high as the other ones. Um, I think receiving gifts is low, not because I don't like receiving gifts or that I don't like that it's somebody thought of me in that way, because that is really special. But I can't just accept a gift. I view it as something transactional. And so when I receive Mm. gifts, I feel bad. So I don't want, don't give me nothing. <laughs> yeah. I remember you talking about that in a previous episode, actually. Mm-hmm. I wish, oh, I can't remember what topic that was, but yes, I remember that being a thing. So uh, so do you feel guilty at all or anything when you receive gifts? Yes. Because I'm like, why you do that? Because it's like, this is out of the kindness of your heart. I didn't do anything to earn or deserve this so it's just kind of like I don't know why I can accept it through other forms of love languages because I technically didn't earn or deserve any of those other ones either but something about gifts I guess because acts of service I do a lot for other people (laughs) sorry Mm -hmm. that sounded like I was angry about it but (laughs) I'm worried I'm not angry about it. I do like helping people. I like putting myself out there, but I, I, it's that whole analogy with the glass and making sure that your cup is full before you pour into other people because you're supposed to fill their cups in overflow. I don't always follow that. So I do feel like I have earned 
acts of service. And then same thing for words of affirmation. I feel like one of my spiritual gifts is encouragement. So I'm constantly like pouring into other people and making sure that they feel special and seen and affirmed. <laughs> I guess that's the right word. So when I get it back, it, it doesn't feel transactional. That makes sense. That does make sense. That does make mm-hmm. sense. You know, listening to you talk. Mm-hmm. makes me realize that it I mean I already knew that this was a good topic for you guys to hear about but just going into depth about why you feel all the things that you feel about your love languages it makes me think that this is a very helpful conversation for y'all mm-hmm. especially because I was actually just having a conversation last night we were having a, a conversation about unconditional love and like whether or not that's a real thing or not and so I guess in a truly unconditional loving relationship, there's no need for the expression of love to be earned or deserved Mm -hmm. because it's unconditional. The fact that you exist and this person is choosing to love you is enough to just express that love towards you. It's hard to accept. It. Well, like, why I can give is it so unconditional hard to... love, but receiving unconditional love, that's a different story. So why is it so easy for you to give and not receive? I, girl, I didn't know we were doing a whole therapy session for Jamae. I thought we was talking to no, the... No, girl, I didn't plan on doing this shit either, but you just said so many things that I want to dive deeper into. Whoa. Okay, God. I'm going to get off your back. I'm going to get off your back. Like, let's unpack some of your love languages and we can circle back. Let me think about your, your answer. I mean, the answer to that question. Sheesh. All right. I done made the block hot for Jermaine. <laughs> just, I'll give you my notebook and just my journal. You All know I'm everybody's. <laughs> not, not, the, not the journal, child. Not the journal. But yeah, you know I'm everybody's unofficial therapist. Mm-hmm. Mm. One of these days I need to go get a degree in that, but I ain't going back to school. All right. So let's talk about my love languages. So again, um, my love languages for a romantic relationship, partner, things like that. So when I took this test, it was back in 2019 when I was still in a relationship, but I'm pretty sure those things still apply. So my top love language was acts of service, just like Jamee, definitely still applies. And right after that, for me, is physical touch. So those are my top two. Acts of service, like, that's, it's up there. It's up there. <laughs> and then physical touch. It's not as up there as acts of service, but it's up there. That makes sense. So since Tony is making the block hot... <laughs> Let's expose her as well today. Um, it makes sense because Tony is a poker, a habitual poker. And she, let's just say she will, nothing is off limits of it for poking. Take that as you, you may. Because Janae <laughs> is my best friend and I just love her so much I would poke her a lot. I don't know why. That's just the thing that I do when I really fuck with you. I poke you. 
because I have very like awkward ways that I express my physical touch. So poking is one of them. I don't know what to tell y'all. Mm. Well, if you've ever been poked, that tells you where you stand with Tony. Mm. Oh, mm. yikes! Because there's a lot of people that haven't been poked. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I haven't been poked in a while either, y'all. So it shouldn't hurt your feelings. Well, you live several states away, Jabay. <laughs> we ain't living in the same state since we graduated in 2015. Okay. They've been they've been replaced with. I was going to say something that probably would have sounded bad. Um, the better way to have said it is dancing. It's been replaced with dancing. What do, do I throw it back on you? Yes, everybody does. I'm, oh, tall. I'm, well. I'm the nigga bitch, like the, the tall girl in the friend group. So I get treated like the nigga. Oh, it ain't got shit to do with that. At least not for me. Oh. If you can catch it, then I'm throwing it back on you. Jamae just but happens to be able to catch it. I, I cannot. Every, I, you can. Terrible, what is it, center of gravity? It's it's not great, but for whatever reason, people still enjoy that. <sighs> Jamae be acting like she can't catch it, but she can. So I'll be throwing I it back can't. on her. Yeah. I'll be throwing it back the most on Keisha. <laughs> yeah Keisha if you're listening thank you for always being there to catch it mm, Keisha off the leash don't get her started okay, okay. <clears throat> so what was I talking about my love languages yes 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 mm -hmm. so after physical touch is words of affirmation which is still actually pretty high for me which is annoying because <laughs> I'm like <sighs> fun fact that I've learned also over the years about love languages, they can change over time. So I think some years ago, words of affirmation used to be one of my top love languages, like number one or number two. And then over time it shifted to number three. So acts of service moved up and then words of affirmation moved down because mm. I just learned to trust actions more than words. Mm. So that's mm. the big thing, like when it comes to acts of service, right? When when you receive love in that way, <clears throat> you're you're really into the whole actions of what actions speak louder than words. Mm -hmm. Quote. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, that. that didn't resonate with me back in the day as a child, as a teenager. Mm. And then once life started life, and I was like, oh yeah, your words don't mean shit to me, <laughs> but your actions do. Because your actions and your words aren't aligning. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. So here we are. I was thinking that it was going to be because of the relationships that either had been experienced or in. Like, yes. I didn't know if because you were in, like, one relationship versus another, you just started to value different things when you got out of one versus another. It, I'm well, so yes, it was, I believe anyway, because of what I experienced in those relationships over time, I eventually realized your words don't mean shit. Mm -hmm. Because in those relationships, the words and the actions were not matching. Not even just in my romantic relationships, in all types of relationships. 
I got some trust issues. I'm still working through y'all. <laughs> oh. We're going to get there. <laughs> hmm. Would you like to unpack that? How does that make nope. you feel? <laughs> I feel great. You're so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And then we have quality time. You know, it's quality time. I like spending time with y'all, but just not as much as I like people doing things for me. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you can stay over there. <laughs> And then uh, last one is receiving gifts. I feel almost nothing from (laughs) receiving gifts. So basically what you're saying is if somebody gets you a gift and you're like, thanks, and that's all they get, they better be okay with that shit. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm actually joking. I I still appreciate receiving gifts, right? I appreciate the thought that goes into it. Because again, it's the conversation we were just having earlier. It's not about the materialistic thing. It's about the thought that went into the gift, the meaning behind the gift, all of that. But it just holds so much less weight to me than all the other things. Because Mm. once I get the gift, what am I going to do with it? Because I think the issue probably also is that Whatever there is that I need for myself or that I want for myself, I just get it for myself. Okay, Beyonce. So, <laughs> or should I say Destiny's Child? I think that was a Destiny's Child song. Oh, Jemaine. You're so funny. You're so funny. <laughs> yes, yeah. it was Destiny's Child. Independent Women. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. So there's not... I don't know. I I guess usually I like a gift better when it's something that I actually need. So if it's not something that I actually need or I'm going to use frequently, then I don't know. I'm I'm probably going to be like, I don't know what to do with it. Amen. And I'm a hoarder. I don't know. Like, what am I supposed? I don't want to get rid of it. Because then I feel bad. I still have so many freaking cards. Like, what the fuck do you do with cards? Same. I keep everything because (laughs) I do appreciate, you know, the sentimental value. But it's it's just ah, it's just collecting dust. I don't know what to do with it. Every once in a while I'll go back and look at a card or like an old gift or something and be like, oh. Mm-hmm. I remember this. I never do that. And then, <laughs> like, like I'm moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because then that will happen another few years go by, and I'll be like, oh, I remember this. <sighs> yeah. So if you're trying to figure out like what to get for me for a gift, don't think too hard on it, bro. Mm. Don't think too hard. Just I ask. Sephora, yeah, I take Sephora gift cards. <laughs> I'm gonna use that for yeah. If your love language is receiving gifts, granted, you should. I might be skipping ahead, but you should not try to love people in your love language. You should probably love them in their love language. But for those who are like my mother, please don't get someone something that you would like or you'd think that they'd like because you like it. Actually, think about what they want and or need. Because 
I got to a, this big age and all I want for Christmas is bill money. And that is offensive to my mother. She'd rather get me socks or cards or random trinkets, jewelry. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> like stuff that oh. I'm never going to wear or use. So. Geez. Oh, yeah. I learned my lesson after getting okay. your ass a friendship bracelet. Oh, yeah, I loved it, but it broke. And then she tried to hide it from me that it broke. But I have it in a box, and I keep it near my bed. The point was to wear it, though. I did wear it. Is it still broken? I think so, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's either, okay, I might lie, I have lied to you. I think it's with the um with the shot glasses you got me, which I also have not used. Actually, I have. Did I use it with you? Maybe, but I only got you shot glasses because you said that you want shot glasses because you literally collect shot glasses. I do. So you telling me I be getting you shot glasses all the time for you to just not use the damn shot glasses? But they're like magnets to me. It's just stuff that I like from travels. So I do collect them, but I don't take shots. Girl, you know I don't drink liquor. Yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> so it's more of a collection. <laughs> okay. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. We said a lot of words. Words. Yeah, many words. And those words were specifically for the romantic relationships. But as I was talking about earlier... You can have different love languages for your other relationships, like your friendships, parental situations, things like that. So even when you take the test, the five love languages test online or whatever, there's an option for you to say, I'm in a relationship, like I'm in a couple or I'm single. So it's a different way of thinking based off of like how, I guess, whatever your relationship status is. Mm -hmm. Since I'm currently single... I decided to retake the test today before we recorded to see if my love languages were any different. And are they? Let me see. They are... Actually, yes, they are slightly different. So my top love language is still acts of service, but right after that is words of affirmation. Interesting. I value words more... From, I guess, my friends and family and people. Maybe not family. From my friends. (laughs) (laughs) Over over these niggas. Well. Well. Well, well. Yeah. Yeah. I found that hilarious. Um, And then after that was physical touch and quality time. So physical touch and quality time in my other relationships is pretty much equal. And then Mm -hmm. receiving gifts is still at the very bottom. Like there's a big (laughs) jump from (laughs) physical touch and quality time to receiving gifts. Like this is the big ass gap. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, again, you can, but don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Just get me the Sephora gift card and call it a day. Okay. (laughs) Oh, blessings. <laughs> yeah. Like, as somebody who is extremely independent, and honestly, I might have issues with hyper 
independency or something. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. That that's probably some shit going back later. But yeah, as somebody who is as independent and self sufficient as I am, I just get more out of people helping me, giving me those acts of service and, you know, just reducing my stress levels, doing things to make my life easier, taking things off of my plate so I don't have to always rely on just me, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's why acts of service is so high for me, no matter what the relationship is. Mm-hmm. I feel you, girl. Yeah. Life is hard. I'm going to keep saying Hard! That. It's so hard. <laughs> life is life. That's why it's this episode hard. coming out late, because life is life. <laughs> you feel us. <laughs> I keep saying this, but Q1's been kicking my ass okay (laughs) and we have started to bleed we are in the middle of q2 and i'm still dying so Mm. in the middle yes i mean it's may about may 15th i mean it's not but it's about may 15th (laughs) this the year 2023 moving a little quick if you ask me bruh look look (sighs) it's fine Everything is fine. Mm. Mm. Okay. What What do your love languages for your other relationships look like, Jamee? Okay, let's see here. So, mine did change, but not by much. Similar to you, my... um top love languages just kind of swapped so for my friends words of affirmation is my top one and acts of service is my second one I think words of affirmation is probably my top one because getting encouragement from my friends and like I guess just other people around me family strangers it just means a lot that people see me and see that I'm working hard and trying to get to something and trying to help other people. So not that I need the validation, but the validation is very nice. (laughs) Cause some days I want to stop. And I know I've said this multiple times, but I've had to fight not to close quirk multiple times. So we're just, I quit my job. Just stop everything. I don't I won't be feeling like it. So usually when I start to get in that kind of rut, somebody comes out the woodworks. The good Lord sends someone to be like, nah, we need you. So shout out to y'all. Um, and then for those who go the extra step and give me some acts of service so that I can continue to fight, shout out to y'all. Um, let me try to take a look at this quality time. It is quite literally the same amount. Um, I don't have time for myself, so Mm. that sounds fucked up, but I don't have time for other people. I do value spending time with other people, but I'm good with sitting in the same room and working on things while you are working on things or watching TV, just like being around folks, um, and socializing. You guys are great, but 
I got shit to do. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but not sorry. Um, I'm just trying to I'm trying to make it so we could all eat, y'all. Um, with receiving gifts, that's actually not at the very bottom for this one. I think for me, it still feels a little transactional, but I guess I can look at it similar to acts of service. Like you thought enough about me because you know my life is hard to get me something. Like I have friends that randomly send me money for lunch or a virtual coffee. Well, not a virtual coffee, an actual coffee. Just like, here you go. Thinking of you. Hoping this makes your day brighter. Like that was so nice. Or just... I've seen received more flowers from one of my girlfriends than I have dudes. So <laughs> just make your day brighter like that somebody was thinking of you and it's you know, queer, but not queer. Makes <laughs> <laughs> it makes my dude jealous too, so it works. Um Oh. And then physical touch. I guess the moral of this story is like, you're good if you're family or someone I'm in a relationship with. But if you're my friend, don't touch me. Um, I don't know what that is about. I probably my sexuality um, and me still trying to be comfortable in that. I feel like on my exploration and my journey, I started to get a reputation of turning people out or making them feel like they could do the things, which they can, but I didn't mean with me. So I just kind of stopped touching people and allowing them to touch me as well. Mm. Cause I don't want y'all to get ideas. Like y'all cute, but no. That's fair. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then you were there for undergrad, so I don't touch dudes because they they were getting confused with words, looks, breathing. So I just don't. <laughs> I don't want to send any mixed signals at all. Yeah. Yeah, I I think everybody in undergrad was just very delusional. Because <laughs> the way that some people like literally thought in their mind that they were dating you is, is still very confusing to me. I, I just like, just lie. Just lie that we had sex. Like, I prefer that than you make up a whole freaking relationship in your brain. Like, that don't make no damn sense. But not judging you. You just need therapy. Yeah, I'm judging a little bit. Because <laughs> how did you get there? <laughs> just, like, not heavy judging, but just... Confusion. Like, one plus one is two. Mm-hmm. And two plus two is four. What the hell is that? Yeah. They they added some multiplication in there because I can give them one. I can give them the one date, but dating as in mm. active, like more than one as in ongoing. Well, yeah, no. One of those that. situations, you can't even give them the date because that date you got kidnapped 
into, but look, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> Story for another day in time. Imagine getting like tricked and trapped into a date in another city. Ah, it was spontaneous. I wanted to say romantic, but <laughs> girl, scary. It, it was a low cuckoo. It's like you. He was giving Joe. Mm. <laughs> That's not good. That's not good. Not. That's not good at all. Okay. Anyway, oh. back to the love languages. One thing about us, we gonna get off track. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but, yeah, y'all, y'all just be learning so many interesting things about us. My God. Um, but yeah, I definitely resonate with a lot of the things that you said about words of affirmation. Cause again, as y'all heard, that's one of my top ones too. Like I, I feel very loved, I guess, when people also give me encouragement and they tell me that they're proud of me and stuff like that, especially, you know, Going through this whole adulting thing, I don't know what I'm doing half the time. It's it's nice when other people can see the path that you're on and the work that you're doing and mm-hmm. you know, you achieving your goals and giving you giving you that encouragement when you can't even see it for yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. So that's one aspect of it. And then like you, I also do a lot for other people. Not that I, like, really expect anything in return. I just do things for other people because I care about y'all. And I'm a mom, apparently. (laughs) Not literally, but my nickname is Mama Tony. I'm just, I just be acting like somebody's mama. So (laughs) it's nice to hear that people appreciate me Mm -hmm. when I do things for them. Because it's it's just nice to know that the things that I do for others are actually helpful to them Mm -hmm. and are making an impact and all that stuff. Like, just how my love language is acts of service, I give love in that same way. Yeah, girl. Same. Yeah. So if the service is useful, it's good to hear that coming back. So, yeah. Oh, okay. I see the connection. Maybe that's why words of affirmation matter. So I just want to know that I'm doing the things to help the people with the stuff. You you are doing the things to help the people with the stuff, and you're you're great at it. Thanks, and you're appreciated. Just all you do, all of the dragging, all of the lessons. <laughs> <laughs> you change people's lives, Tony, every day for the I better. I change. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> I realized that my tone sounded like <laughs> descending and or facetious. <laughs> so I, had to... I was like, hey, yo, does she mean that? <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working up a tone. I'm sorry. Uh, look, remember what I said earlier? I got trust issues. <laughs> In that instance, I was not being an ass. Oh, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Okay. Who's out? Let's move on because I'm going to pass out. 
<laughs> okay. That's not great. Um, so before you die, uh, how, how should these people adult through love language? Um, yes. So a big point that I wanted to make is something that you've actually mentioned earlier, but you have mm-hmm. to love people in their love language. And it was funny that you mentioned it earlier because I feel like I've been lecturing you on this. <laughs> That's probably why I mentioned it earlier because it was just at the forefront of my subconscious because <laughs> you just drag me and change my life for the better every day. I do not drag you. Okay. Pull aggressively? I give you a gentle mm. nudge in mm-hmm. the right direction. Okay. It's just a rebrand of what I said, but it's okay. All righty then. <laughs> so, yes. You have to love people in their love language. Just as you want somebody else to love you in your love language, do that same thing for somebody else, okay? So if I just told all y'all that receiving gifts doesn't do shit for me, (laughs) and you go out and you only show me love by getting me gifts, you can't then go and be mad that I don't respond well to it or I'm not like Mm -hmm. I don't know that it doesn't have a big impact on me because it doesn't do anything for me but give me stress because now I gotta get you some yeah so what okay so what are what are Avery's love languages since you're the one that's actually in a relationship um I don't think he's ever taken the test but I'm pretty sure it's words of affirmation and probably quality time because those are the main things that he complains about that I don't do. So (laughs) you said words of affirmation and quality time. I'm making an assumption that those are the top two because those are the ones that he talks like the most about. So those aren't, so he's saying you don't do those enough. What, how are you loving him? Are you loving him in your love languages? Probably. I like to do stuff for him, but he doesn't ever let me do anything (laughs) for him. Mm -hmm. Um, Even when it comes to like, even if I try to do gifts, like he likes a lot of quality things and I want to get them for him, but he does not allow me to get him gifts either. Um, I say things like encouraging things to him, but I feel like I don't know if words of affirmation go deeper than just compliments or saying I love you and stuff because I do that, but he wants me to share. So it might be quality time. He just like wants to have this intentional one-on-one communication and know what's going on in my life and make sure I'm okay and talk about feelings yeah it's gross that okay well that you can't call your partner's love languages gross (laughs) 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 but yeah that sounds a lot like words of affirmation it sounds like quality time too but heavy on the words of affirmation 
Yeah, because he doesn't like when I do work when we're together. Even though he's like, I want you to work on Quirk. I want you to spend more time and carve that out for you. He doesn't mean during that time. He wants the time to be separate. Yes, he That's wants fair. it all to himself. But he can watch video games and Twitch and whatever other stuff you nerds do. That felt I like an attack. allowed to be on my computer. It was a little bit of an attack. I realized I was attacking indirectly more people than Avery, so sorry. Yeah, because you said all the things you nerds do. I was like, oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, calm that down. <laughs> it's fine. Oh my gosh. But yes, more reasons why this conversation is important and but you as a partner, it's also important for you to communicate your love languages, communicate to the other person how you want to be loved. And then it's their responsibility to, you know, love you in that way. But also, if there's ways that you can show them how to effectively do that, then go ahead and do that. Because mm-hmm. we all need a little help. If that's not, if we're not familiar in loving somebody in that way, it is helpful to have that explained to us sometimes, to have that shown to us. But you can't just expect somebody to automatically know what to do or how to love you. It's a, There's mm-hmm. a learning curve. There is a learning curve. So, yeah. Mm. I didn't get a map, but I figured it out. <laughs> Yeah, so that's my that's my main adulting advice for this situation. Do you have advice for the people? My advice was to listen to Tony, but <laughs> mm-hmm. you had asked me a advice. question earlier, and that felt like it might help other people if I actually did answer it. Um, mm-hmm. I think you asked, like, why I don't feel like I deserve love, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't feel like I don't deserve love or haven't earned it per se. But it's easier to give because I think if you've watched or listened to other episodes, you know that I have a helper personality and an anxious pursuer attachment style. So I'm just naturally always going after other people and their needs and trying to meet what they have going on. I just never knew how to process when other people did it for me. Like, Mm -hmm. I just need the thank you and that's the enough for me. But when people like want to do the same thing that I do for other people for me, I'm just like, but why? (laughs) I don't understand. It's not compute. I don't. It's my job. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. So I am doing what I can to allow for that space and time for people to do so and practice more thank yous instead of stop it or try to transactionally return the favor. Um, Because, you know, not everything requires all of that. And if somebody does require that of you, then it's not really an act of love. So, Mm. oh, that felt so icky. But (laughs) 
hopefully it helped somebody. <laughs> I'm sure it did. Thank you for sharing, Javay. That vulnerable moment. We love to see it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, so yeah, th- adding on to that, go ahead and figure out your attachment style while you're at it. Um, you might be, you might have an avoidant attachment style or an anxious attachment style, and that could play into your love languages and how you show up in the world and show up in your relationships. It's all helpful. It'll all be helpful towards, you know, the way you communicate. So just just go figure that out. And if you have questions or comments and concerns, write us a letter. Letter, letter. Yeah. So speaking of letter, <laughs> we actually have one. So we're going to go ahead and get into the listener letter. This one came from... <laughs> She called herself the baddest. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna call and this person is. Trina. Huh? I said Anne is. Like she's the baddest. Period. So we're gonna call her Trina because Trina is the baddest bitch. <laughs> Trina says, What advice do you have for a woman who is dating a man who quote unquote plays or acts like he wants her? For example, Doing everything right, like a true gentleman who truly likes and adores you. He takes you on dates, calls you, remembers everything you say in conversation, pays attention and truly listens to you, rubs your feet, spends money, blah, 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 blah. This man is clearly doing a lot. Okay. Basically, investing in you and the relationship. Even your family and friends see no wrong. Interesting. But he switches up and you find out he has another woman. Mm. How do you see the signs? Or you don't. Did you just get played even though you did everything right, as in having boundaries and standards? What do you do in this situation? Cough, cough. What you got to say, Jemay? I just have questions. <laughs> so many questions. Yeah. Um, same. Definitely go have to follow up. Hopefully, whatever we say past this point is somewhat helpful but just looking at like the information that is provided here if I am peeling it apart again with no additional context who says like my number one thing just like literally walking from the top of the letter down who says any of the things that you mentioned he was doing is playing or acting like he wants you. That could just be something normal. We just talked about love language, languages. That could be something that he actually enjoys. Touching feet, rubbing feet, you know, going out, paying for meals and taking care of people. That could just be something he enjoys because if you have a helper personality, that brings you joy. I, I have learned... Mm. especially recently that men really like feet so they will just rub your feet just because <laughs> bro if you have nice feet it's summer it's about to be summertime you got the white toes they're gonna rub your feet so mm. yeah mm. but mm. continue continue so then moving i guess down the letter even unpacking some of the things that you had mentioned like spending time with you or paying attention to the things that you say or truly listens to you please stop giving men cookies or 
fish for, you know, congratulations for swimming. Those things are things that they should already be doing. And I know that not everyone is fortunate enough to experience that, but just because someone is doesn't mean that it's special. That yeah. sounds messed up, but it's not. Um, I mean, you're basically saying the bar is low. Yeah, very. Um, yeah. And then you called it a relationship, but I'm not 100% sure that it was an exclusive relationship or that that was identified or outlined as a boundary, a standard, an understanding or agreement. And I've found... In my experience, if you do not set the tone of the relationship in the beginning, hell, sometimes when you do set the tone of the relationship in the beginning of what you want, what it is and what it is not, you still have to remind people that if that changes for them, that they need to communicate that. Um, so he could have been doing those things. And a lot of those things feel relationshipy, like exclusive relationship. But if that was never established, that's another flag. Um, another flag, your friends and your family seeing no wrong, no shade to your friends and family. We don't know what they got going on in their relationships either. I know personally, my mama, my fiance's mama, they looking for grandbabies. So Avery could probably have one working eye, one kidney. As long as that man got a freaking job and a working penis and can give me a baby, I don't think my mom would care. <laughs> like, so <laughs> standards. Um, the fact that like people start to get to a certain age and they're just like, so when are you getting married? when you go have your baby and so any guy that gives you some kind of attention that could give you said things they're just like yay um (laughs) when you say you found out that he is another woman again this takes me back to the I don't know the level of relationship y'all were in because since that was like just so kind of casually it sounds like it wasn't exclusive just pointing those out. So to answer your question around how do you know the signs and or don't know the signs, my top advice or response to this letter is you have to want to see the signs to see the signs. Yeah. And that's like sounds so philosophical and not actually deep, like fake deep, but you have to be able to receive what is being presented to you. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you said most of the things. There's not too much that I have to add to this. Um, yes, please, please write back with a follow up with more Mm -hmm. context because we're missing a lot of context, especially in regards to what type of relationship this actually was. Mm -hmm. And we might be missing that context because it sounds like you yourself may not have understood the type of relationship that it actually was. Right. Mm. Like most of the time in the letter listing out all the things that he did for you, but not describing like what kind of relationship this was. Yeah. Yeah. 
So was it exclusive or was it not? And don't get me wrong, that is still pretty shitty if he's making it seem like he's only into you or like this could be going towards something exclusive and then you find out that there's somebody else involved. Now, I guess what gets me here is he switches up. You said, but Mm. he switches up and you find out he has another woman. Mm. I need to know how this, how he switched up. What was the switch up? Because mm, mm. it sounds like the switch up was the other woman, but you were. That's a good point, Tony. Yeah. Because it, it sounds like if he was doing all of these things and I guess you were being swept off your feet, this could have been a love bombing type of situation. And maybe he just like stopped doing all that shit and you ain't no why until you found out there was another woman involved Mm. Mm. jesus yeah and if that's the case then the switch up was the red flag but also like the fact that it sounds like there wasn't a conversation about what y'all had going on what type Mm -hmm. of relationship this was so as jamae was saying earlier that's the red flag right there it it doesn't sound like there was actually any communication a communication Mm -hmm. about the things that you really needed to communicate about. Because it sounds like you wanted this to be your man. Mm-hmm. You wanted to be in a relationship, an exclusive relationship with this man. You were on one page and he was on another page mm-hmm. in a different book. That's it. It's the two C's, the communication and the commitment. He was doing all of this stuff, but it doesn't seem like there was a commitment and it doesn't seem like there was communication about there being no commitment. Yes. Yes. So don't be fooled. Somebody showing interest in you and showing you that they're interested in you does not mean that they are committed or committed to mm. exclusive. You have to have a conversation yeah. about that if that's what you want. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I've said this before, but just in case I have not, or just in case you need to hear it again, one of my favorite lines when Steve Harvey had a talk show, I don't know if he still does, but he was basically saying that women like to collect red flags, sew them bitches together, and create a cape for Captain Savaho. So we just have to stop doing that um, and just kind of ignoring the little things that are being done. At the end of the day, if you tell somebody what you want slash need and they're unable to meet said wants and or needs, then if it's a non-negotiable, you need to be out rather than trying to wait for said person to change because that's not a guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. I think to sum up everything I said, don't let the feeling of being on cloud nine stop you from having the hard conversations. Oof. Because mm. those hard conversations are going to bring you back to reality, back to the ground, back to reality. <laughs> Save you time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I hope we answered your question. I hope this was helpful. I hope, did we, did we actually explain to her what to do in this situation? I think we did. Well, her question was around how do you see the signs or you don't. She you said, do see the signs. Said, how do you see, the signs? see the signs? She was asking if she got played or if she did what she was supposed to. 
And she asked, what do you do in this situation? Well, we can't give an answer to the second question because I don't know what she did. We only talked about what he did. We don't know if there was any communication. So we gave advice around the communication. I think we checked that box. But the baddest, Trina, you let us know. We did check it enough for you. (laughs) Or if we need to fill in that bubble a little darker. And then what do you do in this situation? Yeah, just to reemphasize what I said. Back in the day when my jersey was not retired, I just let people know (laughs) up front, like, Ayo, you're not the only one. And I plan on talking to multiple people or entertaining multiple people. If that is a problem for you, then we don't need to have any kind of conversation, like situationship dealings, frenefits, whatever you kids call it today. Um, But if you're cool with that and you want to talk to whoever you want to talk to, that's cool. If you catch said feelings and you don't want it to be like this anymore, you want it to be more exclusive, please let me know. Because if you do not communicate, I will continue to do what I'm doing over here. And I will make you sad. And I will communicate Mm. if I catch feelings so that you do not make me sad deal and then they will tell me whether they're cool with that or not now some people lie and they say they're fine and then they get jealous so that's why I say it's kind of like a ongoing conversation it's not just a conversation that you have one time and that goes to my dudes because I know that that's often a conversation that you either avoid having or if you do have it you only have it one time you give the chicks all of the freaking attention and then you're confused why she thinks she's your girlfriend but that's a different story a different day it wasn't a dude that we're talking about y'all are annoying just so you know but hopefully that helped for the last question yeah (laughs) What would you do, Tony? I'm actually curious. What would I do? Mm-hmm. If I was feeling the way she was feeling, I wouldn't talk to that nigga no more. <laughs> snip, ho. Snip, snip. <laughs> yeah. Because once I find out, like, if I'm looking for to be exclusive or I'm only interested in dating you and I find out you actually have another woman, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm good. You, you just focus all your energy on her or however many other people that you have in your pocket. Just just go ahead and take me out the rotation. I'll pass. But to be proactive instead of reactive, you have to have the conversations as I was stating earlier. You got to have that shit early. So I guess you, what I would do for the next situation, learning from this one, is just... Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Talk about what you're trying to do, what you're looking for. If you just want to be a been a friend, if you are trying to figure out if you want to date me, all that stuff. So, yeah. And also, real quick, going back to the friends and family thing, because what did she say? She said even her friends and family see no wrong. Their perception is only coming from what you tell them. Ooh. So if you're <laughs> if you're Ooh. like praising everything this man is doing and you're talking to them making it seem like this is about to be your man or like y'all are dating 
and he's just doing all these great things and mm. he's surpassing the bar, why would mm. they see anything wrong? Yikes. So basically, if you read them this letter verbatim, like basically <laughs> what you told us, <laughs> we would think he was a good dude too. He sounds like a nice person. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That was a good one, Tony, because I definitely have been there. You can change somebody's perception of somebody else with a swiftness with just a few words. So just yeah. be careful when you do that, because I definitely ruined some perceptions of my now fiance. Um, mm. <laughs> word to the mm. wise. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yes. Write us back. Write us back. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Give us some more information. Let us know if, you know, you cut this man off, if you're still dealing with him. But yeah, let us know what's going on. We look forward to hearing back from you. Based off of that letter, you don't need to still be dealing with him. So You don't. You don't. Cut that bitch off. Yeah. Move on. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. Do you have any cheat codes for the people, Jermaine? Yeah, I think I got a cheat code. I know we dropped a lot of gems this episode, but I think all in all, it's just about knowing yourself more, your self-awareness, spending time with yourself so that you can better introduce or articulate who you are to other people so they know how to treat you. And that goes for love languages, boundaries, all of the things. Love that. Love that. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. What is my cheat code? Um, basically, everybody has a love language. Just like you have a love language, everybody else has a love language. So... Just know that you can show your appreciation for everybody in your life, you know, not just your romantic partner. So pay attention mm -hmm. to how all the people you value like to be loved, even if they don't know their love language, like there's still some way that they know they they like to be shown appreciation and things like that. So just find ways to honor that for the people that you care about. Period. That's it. That's all. Mm -hmm. So thank you everybody for tuning in. Hopefully you liked this episode. Hopefully it was helpful to the people. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review. If you like this episode, follow us on Instagram at occasional adult pod, and you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And feel free to help us out by donating to the podcast by going to the support link in our Instagram bio. And again, if you need some advice or you just want to vent, you want to talk mm -hmm. to us, go ahead and send in a listener letter in that same link in our Instagram bio. Pour for water. Make sure you put them details in there now. Otherwise, you will get what you got today. Confusion. <laughs> Yes, please give us context. Don't just tell us what the other person did. Tell us what you did too, okay? Because mm, mm, okay. some of y'all got some stories like that. You don't want to tell your dirt. You only want to tell they dirt. Yeah, you know who you are. 
<laughs> okay, that's it. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you.